Hello and welcome to the podcast for the February issue of The Lancet Oncology, online ahead of our issue this time. My name is Marcia and today we have Dr. Sathira Pereira from University of New South Wales, Australia, to discuss with us his articles on the global use of cancer surgery. Dr. Pereira, welcome and thank you for accepting our invitation for this podcast. I would like first to discuss a bit uh, the role of surgery for cancer. Is the demand increasing globally and what types of cancer contribute more for this demand? Uh, surgery has many applications in the management of cancer. Uh, let it be simplest of cancers like superficial skin cancers to the most complex ones. The role of surgery ranges from diagnostic procedures like biopsy to the most complex robotic and laparoscopic uh, therapeutic surgery. It has been previously estimated by the Lancet Oncology using actual treatment patterns and an expert panel methodology that the demand for cancer surgery is rising and that there is greater levels of unmet need, particularly in low and lower middle income countries. The previous call for the Lancet Oncology Commission for the detailed evaluation of global cancer surgical demand uh, was taken seriously in our detailed evaluations, uh, where we estimated the global demand for cancer surgical procedures based on the latest clinical guidelines, cancer epidemiology, and, epi uh, and demographic trends. Uh, in our estimates, uh, we estimated that the number of cancer cases with an indication for cancer surgery will increase by nearly 5 million surgical procedures from 2018 to year 2040. Uh, this represents a 52% increase of cancer surgical demand across the globe. Uh, nearly 58% of newly diagnosed patients with cancer will have an indication for surgery at least once during the course of their treatment. The greatest demand um, for surgical care in terms of the number of procedures will be from breast cancer, where there will be about 2.7 million breast surgeries, either mastectomies or reconstructions that will be required by the year 2040. Uh, this is followed by colon cancer, which will account for about 1.5 million procedures and lung cancer with about 1.1 million surgeries. To make patterns more complex, the, the greatest contribution uh, for these uh, procedures will be uh, more complex procedures requiring subspecialty care. The highest increase in demand for cancer surgery in terms of the actual number of procedures will occur in upper middle income countries uh, with a 44% uh, increase, followed by lower middle income countries with a 25% uh, increase. Thank you. What resources are needed to ensure all patients with cancer who need it have access to surgery both in low- and middle-income countries and in high-income countries. To ensure that this uh, growing demand for cancer surgery is met, it is required to expand the resources availability, both human resources as well as physical resources. The growth in human resources will need 
to happen across the full spectrum of care, including cancer surgeons, anesthetists, nursing staff, allied health staff, rehabilitative staff, as well as the professional staff in pathology, radiology, and across medical and radiation oncology spectrums, which has been discussed in the previous uh, well-utilized work by Professor Michael Barton and the Collaboration for Cancer Outcomes Research and Evaluation. There needs to be more focus on increasing the availability of subspecialized cancer surgical care, as most of these surgical procedures in high demand will be either grade four or five complex surgical procedures. Uh, there needs to be a simultaneous increase in the physical resources, including theaters, radiology facilities, nuclear medicine, surgical and pathology equipment, preferably in one site and readily accessible. Uh, and there needs to be improved spread of these facilities across a wide range of geographic locations uh, to improve access to care and equity. Also, it is uh, worthwhile mentioning about the early diagnostic and screening services, which will need to be expanding simultaneously to address the growing demand as for timely cancer surgery, the early diagnosis and screening can also be critical. What should governments be doing, in your opinion? How can we ensure healthcare systems can support these patients so they do not incur in out-of-pocket expenses? Yes, finally, uh, it comes to the most important question of supporting the expansion of services. Um, so the governments should have a comprehensive cancer plan, uh, mobilize financial resources, and concentrate on expanding human capital as well as uh, the physical resources to optimize and maintain cancer surgical services. Uh, there should be ongoing monitoring of the uptake of cancer services. The access is best when there is universal health coverage, uh, but this needs to be comprehensive and adequate to maintain optimum levels of care. Uh, there needs to be increasing focus on the applications of cost-effectiveness criteria uh, in determining which procedures and treatment modalities produce the greatest benefit in terms of survival, financial return, as well as the best value for money spent. Um, the NHS and Medicare are examples of uh, such empirical use of cost-effectiveness evidence. It is also commendable that there is rising contributions from lower middle-income countries, for example, health intervention and technology assessment program in Thailand, which focuses on uh, expanding care based on empirical cost-effectiveness and equity criteria. Uh, the governments in general across the globe uh, should thus uh, try to endorse the evidence-based estimates produced by the scientific community and try to mobilize resources in the appropriate direction to reorientate the care models, to optimize patient care, uh, and to produce best health outcomes. Dr. Pereira, once again, thank you. These papers can now be found online at lancetoncology.com and will also be available in our February issue.